You with early edition on News Talk ZB, Friday morning. Uh, politicians have sucked the life out of young New Zealanders. This, according to a very good opinion piece in the Herald yesterday by university macroeconomics professor Robert McCulloch. He makes the point that even though students and staff have returned to campus post lockdowns, students are reluctant to physically attend. Uh, he says it's because they can't see a future. Their mojo and buzz are gone, that, that despondency rules. The thing is, he's not wrong. He cites students who've told him they'll leave as soon as they graduate for international jobs with higher pay and lower living costs. Students who say they feel like their entire course has been done on Zoom and they have no idea what opportunities they may have missed out on. McCulloch argues the government took away their dreams by sucking the air out of them. He says they're lonely. And he cites a New Zealand study showing loneliness is highest among people aged 15 to 24. Teen suicide rates are among the worst in our country in the OECD. Cognitive skills at age 15 are in decline. Levels of school attendance are declining, particularly low in, in deprived areas. We've got the highest rate of bullying in the OECD. People aged under 25 are less likely to report that life's worthwhile. And they're less likely to vote than young people in other OECD countries. As he says, so much for the well-being budgets. But he points out how the Prime Minister, once a lovey of the younger cohort, of course, has lost the room. National now polls better than Labour for voters under 40. And McCulloch reckons it's a variety of factors contributing to this. Lockdowns to, of course, protect older people and the Reserve Bank's money printing programme, which favoured asset rich. But I think the best point he makes is that rewards for achievement do not figure in our politics. Instead, it's dominated by talk of the evils of inequality between the top 1% and the bottom 1%, as if the 98% don't exist. And how true is that? So much time spent pandering to the fringes and the margins that the middle's forgotten and entirely overlooked. It's almost as though if you dare to succeed in this country, you'll be slapped back down before you even get started. And McCulloch doesn't think a national government... Uh, will be any better, by the way. His point is that youth are just so disillusioned they'll no longer vote at all. They're voting with their feet, that's for sure, and bailing overseas. And we know this on a personal level too. I had a nephew home from studying recently in the States, came back for a short holiday, took one look at Auckland. In fact, he cut his holiday even shorter, took one look at Auckland and said, uh, no thanks. Highly unlikely, he said, that he'll ever live in New Zealand again. Out of our five kids... Four of them are out of school and at university age. One bailed overseas straight away, unlikely to ever be back. Two others are about to leave. That's three out of four saying to New Zealand, no thanks. So in locking our country up and shutting it down for two years and only making life harder for people, what have we actually done to our young people who, by the way, let's not forget, are the future? They're despondent, disillusioned and wanting to bail. How's that good for New Zealand? Hawksby.